Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Vineyard Collective Podcast. My name is Samuel. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Daniel. I'm another host. And our <laughs> guests are Julie Yoder and Brandon Henderson. So I'm super excited about today. Yes. Julie was figuring out how to do the talking to the mic. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So Julie, you want to give us a little? Yeah, I just, I, I've been told not to move too much, so. <laughs> it affects your audio you're a lot. You're doing great. It's okay. But you're okay. doing okay. great. Okay. You just kind of got to pivot the neck like a peacock. Wait, mm-hmm. do you do peacocks have necks? And there's silence. Yeah. Right. The pause. So Daniel. Yeah. Start us off, bro. Yeah. So this is not a extremely serious question, but kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, so what is one weird thing that you love? Mm. You know, like I've heard like pregnant people, uh, you know, they, they have these weird cravings like pickles and ice cream. That's That's, maybe the classic weird thing to love or Brandon, would you try that? If I paid you $5 and ice cream. For five, yeah. Five bucks, bro? Oh, yeah. No cap? Five dollars? Right, bro. You know what you can do with that? Yeah, John, you I heard it, bro. You I heard it? Okay. You definitely get a Starbucks <laughs> a with that. that. You know, there's, I was thinking. There's, it's, like a, it's like a two-thirds grande. <laughs> <laughs> some people like, you know, when they freshly fertilize the farms, some people actually get out of their car and they're like, oh, I love that smell. And I'm like, are you serious? My wife likes the smell of basements. Oh, I actually knew this, this about your wife. Did this you really? Was, yes. Wow. In fact, I was in a friend's basement the other day and I actually thought mm. of your wife and thought, I wish she was here with me right now. <laughs> so she could smell. <laughs> so she can enjoy this moment. Oh, it smells so good. Mm. Weird mm. things. Okay. What is yours, Daniel? Well, mine is, is not a thing. It's more of like an experience. <laughs> like I really the love, <laughs> I love suspense. Okay. Like, like in a, mm. you know, it's like you hate it and you love it. Like in a movie when there's like a suspense thriller type yeah. movie and you're getting, you know, something's going to happen. It's just that, I don't know. It's like an adrenaline rush. People but, call that anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. <laughs> I love anxiety. You know, that's why COVID, <laughs> COVID has been such a great time for me because I, I've just been, in, you know, the suspense is for the last six months. <laughs> What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? No. Oh. Okay. But anyway, that's one thing I love. Brandon, okay. what do you it's got? It's weird. Oh man, this is hard. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't like too many non weird things. Um, (laughs) you just, I'm a pretty normal, normal guy. guy. You know, (laughs) I like to just sit on the couch. Okay. Watch Netflix. I mean, maybe I watch weird Netflix films. Maybe that's, maybe that's my thing. I don't know. I got to think about this one. Um, maybe it'll come to me. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, let's just I'll think about it. Think about that. Yeah. We're I'm not going to come on back it. to this question, but we will let you think about it. <laughs> I'm going to sit on it. We'd be in a serious question. I got, I got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn. <Yeah. laughs> With vinegar. No. Ooh. Um, mm. That would be kind of nasty. Mm. I say, mm? Well, I was kind of thinking like salt and vinegar. <laughs> oh, you know, sorry, like salt and vinegar. People do like salt and vinegar. It's true. It's yeah. not be like salt and vinegar chips, but popcorn mm-hmm. edition. Okay, I, I had one after you said the smell thing. Um, one mm. smell that I kind of like that's unusual is I like the smell of chlorine. Oh, um, my parents okay. have a pool. And so like growing up, like we were pretty much like bathed in chlorine all the okay. time. My dad's really obsessed with his chemical <laughs> levels in his pool. So, um, yeah. And now my kids swim a lot and like, I will sometimes sniff my daughter's hair because it's, it smells right to me. All right. You just see yeah. Julie, she's like, oh, it smells right. <laughs> wow. Also, I will say that my baby, um, who's one, she has a lovey and, uh, okay. her favorite thing to do is to pull the lovey up to her nose and she sniffs it. And then she stares at you. 
It's kind of the best <laughs> mm. ever. I'm like, wow. Okay. She likes weird smells because that thing does not smell good at mm. all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a little creepy. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Lift it up. Look at you. Mm. Yeah, I know. I, it's creepy, but cute. Creepy, but cute. Of course. Yeah. But babies are always cute though. So. I weirdly like right. the smell of body wash. Like if mm. I can smell body mm-hmm. wash on someone, we'll be friends really quickly. You have to be wow. pretty That's close good, to though. people. You, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, close. yeah, like not now. Right. I can't, I don't get, I don't get to smell it at all because we're six feet apart. Favorite brand? See? Axe Black. Mm. Mm. Oh, see? Right. Mm. 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 I have no idea what that see. smells like, but it felt appropriate That's to say. I, mm. Mm. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear was Axe. <laughs> but it felt appropriate to do the typical Christian thing. Okay. All right. Well, Brandon, anything? Um, this is your moment to shine. This is yeah, your moment. This is my moment, huh? Um, baby, come back to me. You know, okay, I have, I do have a weird obsession, actually. <laughs> so we give our kids the Flintstone gummies, mm. and I would just eat those. Like those are snacks. good, though. That's mm. like, I'm not like, it's like fruit like, snacks. Like, yeah, yeah, straight up. I like, but I can tell when I've had too much. Like, I get this, <laughs> this jittery, <laughs> I get this jittery feeling in vitamins. my body. I think you're only supposed to take and one or two a day. I, it's like one I or two a week, so. Brandon's true, had a bottle. I'll just go in and grab three, <laughs> and um, I get this tingly sort of feeling. I'm like, oh, I think I overdid it. That's okay. how you start your day. You know? like, Ooh. But yeah, I think that's my weird thing as I thought about that, because they're not really for me. Yeah. And my wife is like, man, are we out of these already? <laughs> she bought them like two days ago. You know, a lot Sorry. of stuff is going to make sense to Sharon after she watches this. Mm. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Cut, let cut. Secrets out. Yeah. The mystery, the mystery cut, is cut. gone. Yeah. Brandon revealed. Yeah. I've been blaming on Zoe this whole time. You know. Okay, so here's a here's another question. How has it been parenting during COVID? Mm. Like for me, I love my kids. They're very cute, but they can just yell at new levels, and I don't understand it. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure Everly hit like a heavenly note the other day, just yelling, "Dad, Dad, Dad, Dad!" I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. So it's a little rough for me. I'm not going to lie. But how is it for you guys? I would say it's pretty bittersweet. You know, I think there's Mm -hmm. like some hard things. We have four kids. Um, I think there's definitely some, some challenges that come during this season. And yet I can also see some of the bright spots of um, being together more. And I think our kids have loved us just being home so much Um, and making Mm -hmm. memories at home. We just recently started watching the chosen with our kids Mm -hmm. And that's actually been really fun. Yes. So, um, yes, I think that's, but I mean, definitely like my house is a disaster and all the time, all the time. And I basically just had to like reset my expectations Mm. for what was clean and, uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. how many dishes were going to be left in the sink when I went to bed at night. But yeah, I feel like, (laughs) you know, the things that haunt Juliet, the things that haunt me, I, I little known fact, I like a clean house. So Mm -hmm. yeah. But you guys have like virtual schooling too. Yes. Brain and I are not that level. No. Virtual schooling is, well, I have a 10 and an 8-year-old, and they, they're they pretty self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. And then our 4-year-old is just too young for it. But I know Julie has probably the most challenging virtual school. Yeah. I think our all our kids go to the same school, right, Bottenfield? Well, I have one middle schooler now. Oh, one so, middle schooler. Yep. That's right. So mm-hmm. I have an, a middle schooler. So, yeah, definitely super challenging with virtual school. But I have stayed committed to trying to stay as positive as I possibly can, especially yeah. in front of the kids. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I just keep telling the kids we're living history right now. So, yeah. but having younger kids is also a challenge. And I know Brandon, you have a little bit younger kids than me. Yeah, um, for yeah. sure. Um, it, like you said, it's been bittersweet because yeah. the, the amount of time that we have gotten to spend together has been rich. Like we, 
mm-hmm. have built new routines and mm-hmm. things like that, going on walks together. Zoe thinks that I should stay home. Like that's mm-hmm. her expectation. Yeah. So every every morning since um, you know, getting back into the rhythm of like office life, right. she's like, I don't want you to go. Where are you mm-hmm. going? Like she she got so used to just having me at home. Um but it it has its challenges. Right. Um and my wife experiences uh that more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um just the the need that the kids have for fun and mm-hmm. connection. They right. miss other mm-hmm. kids. They yeah. miss like mm-hmm. people and because of that they just will go a little crazy, you yeah. know. Um climbing on things I and know. Like you became the playground. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean great. the tables, the playground. <laughs> like you know, we just we yeah. just had to like invent. Yeah, we just had to stop. So I, I have a uh, almost four year old and a a one year old, and yeah. he's he loves climbing. Uh, the one year old, and he's super adventurous and just bold. So yeah. he climbs on everything, and we would just take him off things. Like we're constantly taking him off something, and then I finally was like. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking you off anything anymore. <laughs> you don't learn. Yeah. You just go, if you, if you fall, you fall. So, yeah. you know, like yesterday, um, he's climbing on my chair. He's sitting there and I just hear like a little, you know, a thud. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't too deep. It, it wasn't was too like, bad. It was like a deep thud. Bad. You're like, you got to go. But right, it's like, right. boop. You're like, and, oh, you're um, you know, he gets up and he, he's a little like razzled and then he just leaves. But mm-hmm. then like an hour later, he's back on yeah. the chair. So, right. um, I've just learned, like, I got to pick my battles. Mm -hmm. COVID has taught me, pick your battles. (laughs) That's so true. Pick your battles. Um, You know, (laughs) define the win. And that's what we've been doing in this this, What's the win in this season? season. Everyone's staying alive. I know, right. You're alive. alive. We're still alive. We just just moved and got, like, a big backyard. No one told me how bruised and, like, jacked up your kids' feet get from running around outside. Barefoot or in shoes? Oh, barefoot. Oh, good. It's... Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm it's a big real. believer in barefoot. <laughs> my children—they don't are, want their shoes on. Yeah, like I yeah. was like, "What is this?" My neighbor oh, asked yeah. me about it the other day, and I was like, "I don't know. We don't I, own shoes." I was raised in the '90s, and I didn't wear shoes, and so <laughs> this is basically just what I know. So right. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> this is this, you gotta, you gotta this is all I know those how to do. Calluses on the bottom. Yeah. You, gotta build you, know? <laughs> you gotta build those calluses to share the gospel. No, I'm great. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so we got you guys here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the reason is, but Daniel. Well, we're going to dive a little deeper because we did start a yeah. very interesting, I think, timely series, and it's yeah. called Reckless Love. Mm-hmm. And those two words don't seem to go together, but they do. Mm-hmm. And it it's really, we're kind of diving into a pretty foundational thing that we, we found out that the early church really based, uh, the first 300 years of the early yeah. church based it on this verse based their whole Christianity on this verse, love your enemies. And I think that's radical. Julie, when you, when you shared that, you did the research yeah. and you found that out. Yeah. I was just like, whoa. I low-key didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't know it either. Like, <laughs> and we're all pastors, so hey. Because <laughs> we all think it's John 16, right? yeah. 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 For God so loved the world. And that's it's the one that everyone verse. says. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. But anyway, I, I thought it was an amazing launch to the series. Thank but you, you know, you always you'll have a limited amount of time to, to go in and, and to really, you know, flesh out what are you trying to say? What, you know, where is this going? How do we actually right. walk this out? Mm-hmm. So I, I actually wanted to start off because the way you launched your message yeah. was mm-hmm. actually pretty risky. Yeah. And if people haven't seen it, 
they can find on YouTube, mm-hmm. Vineyard Live. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Julie takes on the hard topics all the time, and every other speaker is probably like, "Thank God!" But, <laughs> but yeah, it's so super powerful. You can actually go watch that right now because you can gonna, pause this video. You're not going to understand what I'm uh, uh, going to have her ask, but yeah, uh, answer. But you you said something like, uh, "So this is the spoiler alert." I'm just giving it to you right yeah. now. But but you say like, uh, you open your message by having people say, "I love Joe Biden," and then you have them say, "I love." Donald Trump. And I, I think it was a powerful demonstration, but what I want to know is mm-hmm. what's your heart behind that? Mm. Or well, that's a maybe a better question is like, what was bothering you in our mm-hmm. current season, in our current mm-hmm. culture, like how we as Christians are responding to each other? Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. it's a volatile political yeah. scene. Like what prompted you to start that way? Because I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was a brilliant way to start. Well, I think what prompted me was the fact that I really truly believe we are being trained to hate. Mm, during this wow. season. Dang. And I just got goosebumps, Loki. I, I, I spoke about this in the message where I just said, I especially think that technology is actually mm, yeah. training us and, yeah. um, you know, weaponizing us against one another. Mm-hmm. And propaganda on mm-hmm. both sides mm-hmm. of the political spectrum is powerful. And I believe it's manipulating us to believe wow. that people. Um, should be hated. Yeah. And so at the beginning of the message, it actually, my good friend, John um, Socorro, who's on our team, he actually helps me formulate this opening because I was really trying to right out of the gate, identify with people who are so hated mm-hmm. and who right now in our world is probably more hated than the two people who are right. running to become our next president. Right. And um, I knew it was a little bit risky, but I, I wanted to go there because I wanted to get people in touch with the feelings that we have just become accustomed to. We're just accustomed to living with some hate in our heart. And really, as we talked with the team, the interesting thing was the challenge came out, does Jesus love these men? Mm -hmm. And I think the answer is absolutely yes. And then his command to us then is, then you love them too. Come on, that's good. Right, and so that's Mm -hmm. just, you know, I think uh, I I went there and I went there as fast as I could just because (laughs) I thought, you know what, I have a limited amount of time. And I want to make sure that, you know, right. yeah, we, yeah, we jump in. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think good. that's so like, I don't know what you just said is so like, I think people don't even understand that that's happening. It's like, you're being trained to hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you go back and play, like go back on your Instagram and like, look at what posts you've liked, it'll tell you which ones you disliked. Like if you, so you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're liking mm-hmm. all of certain ones, you're by default choosing not to like a certain party. Or well, love a certain And this party, is how the algorithms work, yeah. right? I mean, they, they try to give you more of what they think you like. Yep, and right, so as absolutely. you engage in things, your feed itself is being curated for you. And so you mm-hmm. may be unintentionally mm-hmm. curating a feed of hate. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's yeah. so good. That's yeah, so good. Like the feed weeds out yeah. difference, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I think that's why it's so critical with asking that question. Is that right there? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can basically, uh, basically create a feed that, you know, has only things you want to see, only things you want to hear. Um, I remember specifically when Instagram made that switch and it irritated me so much. Mm -hmm. I love Instagram. Um, Follow on Instagram. Yeah. Brandon Lamarck's (laughs) at Brandon Lamarck's. Yeah. Go ahead. uh, Hit me up. But anyway, (laughs) um, I remember like Facebook was doing it for years. Mm -hmm. Right. And then Instagram did the same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now they got that endless scroll. So like, it's literally just an endless supply of what you yeah. right. choose. But yep. yeah, what I liked about it, Julie, is that, you know, y- you were kind of 
coming against. You don't have to love everything some somebody does or be aligned. Right. And, and if you find yourself having trouble saying, I love Joe Biden or I love mm-hmm. Donald Trump, you actually, you're exposing something that, well, God loves them. So we're yeah. not, we're aligned with the wrong mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love, I thought it was mm-hmm. really great. Well, I think that's really tied to, we are so confused about this command to love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is tied to our confusion about how we interpret the word love, which I'm excited about because Brandon's going to share a little oh, yeah. bit this week um, mm-hmm. on how we're interpreting different words in the Bible. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. love is one of these words that we want to interpret as like this warm, fuzzy mm-hmm. feeling. And right. I don't believe that Jesus is asking us to have warm, fuzzy feelings for people who we consider our enemies. Mm-hmm. But I do mm-hmm. think he is asking us to have agape love, um, yeah. which of course I went into in more detail. Yeah. And That's you good. need to watch the message because that right there is going to yeah. be, Amen. I think you should mm-hmm. watch it because of that. So that leads in the second question, yeah. Julie. Um, so with that, what do you think is one key into all of us loving our enemies mm-hmm. better or well? So I think setting up like being able just to say, you know, we always hear actions speak louder mm-hmm. than words, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think it was so powerful that you had, you know, you had people sit and you actually had an action step at the yeah. end of your mm-hmm. message. But what's one thing that all four of us can take away yeah. today? Like, how do we actually love our enemies better today? Wow, that's that's a great question. And I think I'm glad that we actually have these next few weeks to yeah. actually unpack what mm-hmm. that could what that mm-hmm. can look like in each of our lives. But honestly, I think the only way we live out this radical command mm-hmm. is to actually understand our new identity. Mm. Because otherwise it just becomes self-effort. It becomes, I try harder. I do harder. I, you know, clean up my act. I clean up my mind. But the reality is we have been crucified with Christ. We have been made new. And Mm -hmm. from that new creation, I allow the Holy Spirit to do what I cannot Mm -hmm. do. And so for me, I think it's actually nurturing my relationship with Jesus is the very first step that each of us can take when it comes to loving our enemies. If we don't have a vibrant relationship with Jesus, really, this is an impossibility. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's so good. Good, good word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's critical because like, I think everyone wants like the one, two, three checklist, yep. but I love that you answered that. Like, it's not a checklist. It's actually a relationship yeah. that enables you to love an enemy where there's no relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's powerful, but mm-hmm. yeah. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I say the other thing is, can we love people without changing them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Huge. Hot Bring button. Bing, bing. Hot Sips. button. Sips tea Cut on the that. tape. Cut the tape. That's good. <laughs> well, actually, I was talking with some people after the message who had listened and they were just reflecting. They had watched actually in a church group. They okay. watched with a group of people awesome. and um, they just said they ended up having this discussion about what yeah. if we took the next month and in every conversation, instead of trying to change people, we just tried to love them. Mm-hmm. And I just realized again, so much of our interaction with people is we're trying to convince them that yeah. we are right, that how we think mm-hmm. is right, that our mm-hmm. way is right instead of just seeing them. And that's why, again, I'm excited yep. for what um, Brandon's going to share this weekend, because oh, yeah. mm. I think it's just going to dovetail and it's going to build upon this message yep. series. A- actually as all of our message mm-hmm. series, we hope they build upon each other. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So one yep. last question to you, Julie, yeah. before we move to Brandon, um, what didn't you, what didn't you have time to say? I, I mean, I know yeah. knowing I've heard, I've heard, yeah. I heard your message before some cuts and you, you know, you just only have so much time to develop things. Like what did you cut or what did you want to develop more? What have you wish you could have just mm-hmm. really dove in a little mm-hmm. deeper to, to kind of help us walk this That's out? A good question. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I love telling stories. I love telling illustrations because I think people remember stories and I had an amazing yeah. story in one of my drafts. Um, 
from Martin Luther King Jr., um, which was an incredible story of how he, in the face of you hate, just share it. Um, you he, know it. Uh, he ended up praying for someone. It's mm-hmm. it's an unbelievable story. I I would share it if I could actually do it justice. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. actually so what happened. What yes, you saying. should Google, Google. the story um, of of what happened. Uh, I can even maybe in the show notes or something. I can like yeah, put can a little it. link of yeah, the sure. name and yeah, stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just such an inspiring story. But I think as a communicator, sometimes we have to ask ourselves: Can we do it? Can justice. can we do it justice? Yeah. Can we do a story mm-hmm. justice? And mm. I think for me, I so relate to illustration. So I think I would have loved to tell some more stories, some more stories of when I failed, mm. um, because I think there's so many uh, learning opportunities mm-hmm. in failure yeah. where then we can actually grow mm-hmm. from the, from that in the future. And I think because it was, you know, it's a touchy subject, mm. you know, who are our mm-hmm. enemies? Like in even telling a story, we have to disclose right. like these people are, are my enemies, my enemies <laughs> that I right. Right. Exactly. Um, wait, wait, wait. Did she just talk about You're me? You're like second cousins. Like, is that me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I always actually like, as you know, as a PK, I always hated when my parents, like they used me in a story, yeah. but they'd kind of like shift a few details. And I'd be like, wait a minute, they're talking mm. about me. And I ah. often think about that of, of people wow. when I like sometimes tell more of, of a vague story. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just, I think I would have loved to take a little bit more time to just talk about the power of prayer, Yeah, you know, mm. and, and, Prayer really, it, it does, it changes us mm-hmm. before it ever changes the circumstances. Right. Um, and I wish I could have developed that a little bit more, but again, you only have so much time. And so, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, like right from the verse, right? Love yes. your enemies, pray for those who persecute right. you, right? Yep. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. right after. Yep. So that, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. powerful. Yep. Also pause. Did you guys just hear how massive the storm is above us? Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but, but it's pretty great. There's, a, there's <laughs> some just let it rain, Lord. Not kidding. Isn't yeah. there a song? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is. In the lightning. Oh okay, yeah. Anyway. Something that sounds like. I think I sing that before. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a different song in my head. <laughs> Brandon's like, nah. <laughs> that ain't it. No, no, no. Uh, so Brandon practice preached today. Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't know, while you're watching, we actually practice preach and yeah. we let people speak into our messages. I think it's kind of one of the coolest things that we do as a church. Um, so we're not going to fully disclose your message because mm-hmm. I want people to. <laughs> move from their house to mm-hmm. the tent. <laughs> give, give some good hints. Now. Yeah, we need some. some good, yeah. So mm-hmm. this whole thing is reckless love, loving your enemies. Yeah. Brandon, when I heard you today, like one, you just have so much wisdom, bro. Like day one homie, like for real. But you were passionate about it. Like mm-hmm. to me, you like when you were talking, like there was passion, like of actually wanting people to actually understand, like this is critical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why does this topic get you passionate about? Like what makes those like wheels turn your heart race? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you passionate about it? Yeah, man, that's a great question. I think, um, I'm passionate about it because I really want to, um, personally for my, my life, I want people to look at me and say, like, there's somebody who knows Jesus. Mm. And I think that everyone who gives their life to Jesus. Everyone who says that they want to follow the person and the principles of Jesus, that is their goal. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think we sign up to, you know, give our life to Jesus um, with an intention of like, kind of half doing it. Right. Hmm. But I think we don't really dive in because there's a disconnect between Mm -hmm. like our um, 
experience and our yeah. understanding. So specifically with loving our enemy, loving people who are different mm-hmm. than us, I think that that is the most powerful example yeah. of being like Jesus on the earth so because good, he died for us while we were his enemy. Mm-hmm. Like good. we, we literally did not know him. We weren't doing anything to, um, you know, prove right. any, you know, Christian saintly things mm-hmm. like, right. No, while we were in our wickedness in our sinfulness, right. he said, I'll give up my life for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I think we romanticize it so much and yeah. we like, it, it's oh, so he like loved me when I didn't love him. Yeah. We, you know, we put it in our songs <laughs> and all that, but like, I don't know if we know what we are, like what we say we believe in. This yeah. is hard. That's fire, bro. Um, so I, I don't know. I get passionate about it because I want to be that type of person that, yeah. um, Jesus says I can be mm-hmm. right. That's so and good. I think everybody wants that too. Mm-hmm. That's good, bro. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, obviously had the, I have a little heads up because I got to listen to your message and, and personally, I think you can share a little bit of it because it, it just gives a teaser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're, te- you're talking about the Samaritan in your message that, you know, the Samaritan story and, mm-hmm. you know, Samaritans and Jews, Samaritans are really hated, despised. Mm-hmm. Jews don't want anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like, and that's the guy who, who Jesus talks about that did the right thing right. that looked yep. like him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I don't know, like when you're talking about, you know, I want people to look at my life mm-hmm. and, and I want them to see Jesus. Like, how is that hard for you? Or mm-hmm. especially when you know people are hating on you or look at you, maybe yeah, it's even yeah. from the color of your skin or whatever it is, yeah. like, and they're judging you. How have you pressed through yeah. that and really loved yeah. in the face of question. not getting love? Yeah, receiving that's, love? that's a great question. Um, and it's actually been something I've experienced in this season of all the racial mm-hmm. injustice stuff mm-hmm. that is, kind of had a spotlight on it um i i told um our our senior pastor or our founding pastor hap i was like man i think maybe i wasn't saying anything for like the last (laughs) five years because like (laughs) the the last six months i've gotten the most pushback on the things that i've said yeah yeah, as i've spoken up about um the kingdom Mm -hmm. and how that relates to justice and things like that um and it's been hard to not want to hate back. I'm just be right. yeah. honest. It's yeah. been hard yeah, yeah. to not want to be, you know, cynical and mm-hmm. just kind of hmm. say like, well, I'm gonna lump you all into this category. Anyone who gives me pushback instead of really thinking through like, yeah. well, where, where are you coming from? What's your perspective? Um, so some ways that I've, I've like tried to push through that is, definitely been prayer mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you can pray mm-hmm. if you can pray for somebody that's uh you know like you said hating right mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a great way to, mm-hmm. way to way to put it like yeah. if you could pray for a person that or maybe it's a person that they, they, they don't understand how they are are um being experienced mm-hmm. I, I don't think I, I think most christians are are well intentioned and they don't mean to be malice or, yeah. or anything mm-hmm. like that. There's but, not a lot of self-awareness right. out yeah. there. 
Right. They're not, they're not. They're <laughs> it just not, isn't. Right. I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah, some of y'all need to yeah. have some self-awareness. It's <laughs> so like in those moments, like trying to, I, I think prayer and I, I have some trusted people that I try to mm-hmm. process these things with, mm-hmm. process the pain that yeah. moments like that bring where you are kind of misunderstood or you are um, maybe yeah. just taken out of context. Right. Um, and that has been helpful to have like a community of people. Mm, for sure. Um, to kind of process that uh, with. And then I also try to, when, when it's possible, I try to have conversations with That's good. the people who um, maybe we're not seeing eye to eye on a specific, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. situation. That's not always possible. I'll say, so here's the, um, here's my question. I'm going to yeah. jump in. So I know, like we all know Brandon really well. He mm-hmm. loves having conversation with people. He's the first one. I was like, well, let's have a conversation about it. How does it, how do you handle though? Cause I know people have not wanted to have conversations with you that you've offered and they've just mm-hmm. been rude. Like, how do yeah. you handle that just as a, as a human, like on the human side, like how do you handle that? Because I think that right there, most people just call it quits. Mm-hmm. I ain't praying for you anymore. <laughs> I ain't inviting you to church. Like whatever, like they all, it all goes out the window. Cause in your mind, you just made them a project too. Like, so yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people like want to change you. It's like, well, I'm not your project to change. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. we in- inadvertently do that to people as well. And I know you don't, like, I've never seen you do that. So like, how can you, how do you help people who maybe get shut down when they ask to have a conversation? Well, I know he starts out by saying, I, I know you hate me, but <laughs> right. I know I'm despised I know by men, right. <laughs> rejected by all men. Well, are you using Jesus's line? Listen, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, that's, that's a, that's a hard situation to, yeah. to kind of navigate. I mean, I have found that sometimes time mm. and the prayers that you have already sent into the go, spirit so. realm are working on your behalf. Yeah, come on, and that's good. So yeah. like I have found that time sometimes brings the opportunity to have yeah. conversations yeah. with people. And um, again, agreement is not the goal right. also. So if, if we can, you know, maybe not agree on, on everything, that's cool. We could still, we could still close. kick it. Yeah. yeah. Now there are some fundamental things. I like, like Jesus is God. I'm Jesus I'm is kidding, God. And like, you know, uh, black people are valuable. Right. Like there's some <laughs> fundamental some things that things. like me and you may have an, we, we may have a, a, a relational yeah. tension. Right. If, if my mm-hmm. value as a human being is my, if my children's value yeah. is it's less than aren't, yeah. right. Yeah. Aren't. Yeah. If that's in question, we probably won't yeah. be super close. But <laughs> if that is, if that's not the issue, if there are other issues that, you know, other nuances that maybe we don't agree on, okay, yeah. that's not, yeah, that's fine. We could that's agree good. to disagree again, because it's not, agreement is not mm-hmm. the goal. And I think that comes out in this series yeah. that mm-hmm. loving your enemy does not mean agreeing with them. Right. What um, do you guys think about like our obsession with agreement? Like, I mean, do you think we're obsessed? I mean, do you, I mean, do you think like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just as like, as you were saying that, that's just kind of the question that popped into my head. Yeah. I think it's because everyone just wants to be right. Hmm. Like if I'm right, I've proved something. Like, I think that to me, that's what it comes across as like, so like pastoring high schoolers, middle schoolers, most of the time their opinions do not line up. Brandon, you know this, or they don't even have yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. No, but it's like, if I can say I'm right, this. somehow I am better than. Mm. And I think like if agreement, you both can be like, well, we're both the same. 
Mm. And I think to me, that's what I see the tension is like, if I'm, if we're both right, if we come to an agreement, then somehow one side has low key one and we just don't say it. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. I mean, I think a lot of people are afraid of conflict. Yeah. And so they're afraid. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, you're you're asking like why why is like agreement it's so important it's because yeah. it's like well I don't want this tension I don't mm-hmm. want to so I don't want to mm-hmm. say all right it's fine you know someone will end up back backing down to yeah. it so it, mm-hmm. I I think fear of conflict yeah, yeah. And like okay well mm-hmm. I'm just not going to say what I really think mm-hmm. but actually that's how you get the most unified right yeah like if you actually say what you and then you try to work it out but mm-hmm. that goes back to Julie's message at MLMP talking about unity yeah and like oneness that they're not like it's not the same thing. We all don't have to say the same thing to be unified. Right. Right. And that I think having to be in agreement, people think that's what unity is. Right. So you need to go to uh, more right. love, more power and go watch that <laughs> message right now. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, agreement is just easier. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. One, you one brush it under the rug, bro. Like oneness is easy. Like if everyone does the same thing, looks the same, talks the mm-hmm. same, that's easy. Mm-hmm. When you introduce like, uh, difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you bring that into the into yeah. the scenario, that complicates things mm-hmm. a little bit, right? So, um, I think again, people. I, I I think it's it takes a capacity and a stamina yeah. to be able to like to to want to deal with what comes with right disagreement and what comes with honoring difference yeah. and yeah. And so, like, if you good. have a difference, it's not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. If we don't agree, we it's okay. Like no one's, right. we're right. not going to hate yeah. each other after, you know? Yeah, um, Brandon, last question, bro. And then I've got probably just like, we probably got two or three more minutes to ask you one last question for both of you. But same question I asked Julie. It's great to say, love your enemies. It's great to say, you know, all these things. But how does someone who's watching or even us in the room, how do we apply um, having conversations about like, you, you know, you say, um, What's the line that you say? You said, uh, it's like, it's the least expected or what did you, what do you say? What's like your key line in your message? The one I least expected. Yeah. yeah. That's the The one I least expected. So which teaser, watch that or come to that. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. But how do we find the least expected? Right. So I think when you read the story of the Samaritan, it's like, oh, that person's on a row. I'm going to help. Like, (laughs) that's, that's what Mm -hmm. you think the thought process is. Mm -hmm. But how can someone this week leading up into your message identify the one that's least expected. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, I mean, taking it into the story, right? Obviously Jesus tells a story, not real. He's using it mm-hmm. to like paint a picture, but if it were real, yeah. um, <laughs> just to say that, cause <laughs> if it was real, <laughs> I just, I've heard like the Samaritan story taught, like it was a real story. It's, it's a know, parable. It's a parable. <laughs> so, but if it was real, the good Samaritan was uh, going about his business mm-hmm. and the or the the opportunity to actually mm-hmm. serve and engage with this guy who's on the side of the road mm-hmm. kind of came to him. Yeah. So I think I think that this week what we could do is look for mm-hmm. the people in our path. That's good, bro. That mm-hmm. that we routinely mm-hmm. ignore right. or disengage with. Um and I think like if we pray, if we ask the Lord, like, Lord, open my eyes to see people the way that you see them That's this risky. week. I think, I think you'll notice like, you know, 
environments that are so normal yeah. to you. It could be your own kids. Like maybe you're not seeing your mm-hmm. kids in a right in a you know uh oh specific like way that they need Uh-oh, you to Brandon. see them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hot button. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe it's just like that's good. You, you get yeah. you get in the routine. I've I've been here right. I'm I'm in a routine of bedtime. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. noticing like mm-hmm. Zoe has a need mm-hmm. right or but. I, I think the idea of the least expected is just the one that we 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 don't naturally feel a, a inclination to like yeah. show compassion to. Yeah. So that could be somebody in, on your job. It could be somebody in the gas station. It mm-hmm. could be um, it could be your neighbor, your little yeah. like your physical neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one you've never talked to. <laughs> exactly. You still don't know their name, right? Um, Worse, you know their name, or you should know their oh, name. Okay. It's been like way thing. too long right. to be um, like, dude, years, I don't know your name. We've been Real there talk for three right years. There. Yeah, you just That's do the me. wave. I ask my wife all the time, "What was their name again?" She's like, "Doug and Jane." <laughs> okay, I know. okay, gotcha. I, I think it's great. Last question. So, reckless love. Loving your enemies. This is, I think it's a a great series to actually be going Mm -hmm. into, especially what's going on in the world. What is one thing, Julia, as a senior pastor, that you've kind of found it's tough to navigate in this season? Just because Mm -hmm. of COVID, Mm -hmm. everyone's like on Mm -hmm. edge with politics, COVID, Mm -hmm. everything. How have you felt? And and I, I know other pastors watch this and other leaders watch this. What's one thing that you've found refreshes your soul during the season, mm-hmm. especially in something like this, like this pandemic mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's going to be a question for you, Brandon, as well. Question. But So kind of two questions, yeah. like what's been the challenge, yeah. but then and what's then been what's, yeah, yeah, what's been refreshing your soul? Well, I think one mm-hmm. of the big challenges that we've had is that we've been separated. Mm-hmm. And I am such, I'm a very relational person and I know how important it is that we gather together. And so I would say, um, you know, gathering together how you can, gathering mm-hmm. how you can, which is what we've been kind of saying since the month of June, that has refreshed me in a way that I didn't even know I needed. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's been with family, mm-hmm. like my literal li- siblings have been coming home <laughs> a ton this summer, it. and mm-hmm. that's been actually really fun. Um, or it's gathering together at the tent or mm-hmm. gathering in a small group or a church group. Yeah. To me, I just see that the separation is it's causing us to believe lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's causing mm-hmm. us to actually doubt our destinies. Mm-hmm. And I believe that as we come back together and we're with people and we can encourage one another face yeah. to face, it's just so powerful. Um, and then the only other thing I would say is I have probably gone outside more in the past six months than I have wow. in a long yeah. time. And I wow. am an outdoor person, okay. actually. Like I like to go on walks. But just we have been outside so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just been like, you know, you think about how much we talked a little bit about the diversity, like how, you know, we we kind of want sameness and yeah. yet there's diversity all around mm-hmm. us. I mean, if you just look at how many different like types of insects there are in the world, you know, right. of like bees or something. And there's like, yeah. you know, so many different like so types diverse. of bees. And you're like, yeah. OK, God you care so deeply about diversity. So I think there's something kind of grounding Mm. about nature and that we kind of see that this is how God designed it. Right. That like, there's so many different types of flowers and trees and animals and so unique, so unique. Diversity Mm -hmm. is so God's heart. Right. And Mm -hmm. he wants to teach us how to be unified during this season. Yeah. um, To realize that unity is not the same as, as um, sameness, Yeah. Yeah. you know, but we can actually be who God created us to be. So that's what I would say. I love it. Brandon, how about you, bro? And what was, what was my question? I don't remember. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is kind of, 
um, the, the second one was what, like, what is refreshing your soul? And the first okay. one's like, where have you found like the most tension or mm. like, challenge. Okay. yeah, challenge yeah. in the season. Okay. Do <clears throat> challenge first because we can talk about refreshing after. Right. Um, for me, I think the, the challenge has, uh, definitely been in figuring out how to, how to like, how do you serve people lead mm. in this time where, yeah everything is just from month to month, things are just changing yeah. um, so rapidly. And um, you're seeing people that you love. You're mm-hmm. seeing, you're seeing like how this thing is affecting their lives mm. and not really not having right. <laughs> much to say, right? right. Not having much to do. Like <laughs> what, what do I do? You. Like I, so that's yeah. been tough. Um, I think uh, another thing that's really been tough too is, just the family dynamic as well. Mm-hmm. Like at least for us, yeah. especially in the beginning, I think as we found our routine and as we found our rhythm, again, the right. the new normal kind of set in. But at first, just being at home, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was like, wait, I'm I'm not usually here at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, so what do we, you know, yeah. what do we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I work out here? Do I, you know, like it right. just really just establishing those sort of boundaries and things. And yeah. I know like for a lot of people, mm-hmm. home life has been a challenge yeah. uh, in this time. The things that have been really life-giving though in this time have been, um, for me, having time to really reflect. I've had so much think time yeah. with the Lord and I realize that one, I need that. Yeah. And I wasn't prioritizing just like thinking yeah. and reflecting enough. Right. And it's been really life given to, to process and think mm-hmm. and journal and reflect. And <clears throat> just, just seeing like, Oh, okay. I thought that I was further along in this area, mm-hmm. but nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like, um, yeah. the pandemic, yeah. squeezes you and what comes out is surprising yeah mm. you know yeah, yeah. so like mm. that's that's yeah, what sure. this time has like been like so it's like oh i thought i was kind of over that but nah, nah yeah but um also prioritizing just time yeah. with the lord has been really good um in mm-hmm. addition to having community yeah. um having a small group and having people in my life that i can that's good can really count mm-hmm. on but yeah. spending that time with the Lord has been really mm-hmm. rich, but challenging at yeah. the same time. Yeah. You know, bro, I think it's great. It's I got nothing else. Dan yeah. and I, we're chilling. Yeah, we're good. Thank you guys so much yeah. for just sharing Thanks your hearts us. and obviously mm-hmm. sharing messages that I know God has put on your heart and mm-hmm. that there's a lot of spirit and life words on it. And yeah. it's mm-hmm. just good to delve a little deeper and yeah. kind yeah. of see how can we walk this out. Yeah, absolutely. And make sure you guys like and subscribe. Click the notification bell on YouTube. Go to vineyardlive.us to see the fire MLMP message that boom, boom. Julie dropped. Any past messages. We love you guys. See you later. See you later. See ya. See ya.